Good morning, all. It is good to be together uh, in worship today from the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy, trusting in the Holy Spirit to connect us across time and space as we worship today. Uh, as we have had over the past few Sundays, we do have two options for worship. You can watch this video as you are on Facebook or our website, or you can join us on the side yard soccer fields at 1030 on Sunday uh, for worship in person, distanced with masks and all that good stuff um, out there uh, for the Advent season coming up, we're going to have breakfast and we're going to have Advent lessons during the service. So lots of good stuff that'll start next Sunday. But uh, we are out there as long as our COVID numbers in the community stay in an acceptable range and the weather is good. So look for emails. Uh, I'll let you know if there's any reason that we can't meet. But either this way or that way, it is good to be together. I do have some announcements to share uh, today. As always, I ask you to remember those on our prayer list and your daily prayers. We do have folks that have uh, gone through surgeries this week, so please lift them up in your prayers. And we, as always, have folks that don't want their name on the list, but they ask for prayers as well. So just lift up the unnamed family, uh, friends, neighbors that are in need of God's healing and God's presence. Uh, as I mentioned, the coronavirus numbers kind of dictate what we can do in person around here. And unfortunately, the last uh, week uh, it has been going in all kinds of wrong directions. Uh, nationally, they are, numbers are really high, uh, bumping up on 200,000 cases a day. And in Florida, we are now having numbers that are two, three, and even four times a day uh, what they were. Uh, just last month, so so it's getting kind of hairy out there. Uh, even in our county, the numbers the last three days have been considerably higher. So it's not over yet. I know we're all tired of it, but it's not over yet. So mask up, keep your masks on, stay distanced when you can, stay home when you can, and let's just hang in there, work together to get through this thing. Hang in there till we have vaccines available for everybody. Hang in there and be each other's support uh, during this time. Uh, I do have uh, something to remind you of. The thank offering is today. Uh, so I have a separate check. I've got here my pledge check. Thank you for your pledge and offering checks. And I've got my thank offering check. The thank offering is collected once a year and the proceeds of that offering go to help retired clergy who have lived beyond their financial nest egg. It's a scary prospect for anybody but it is something that uh, we try to give back to those who lived serving congregations, uh, being a spiritual leader for us during our lifetime. So if you can make a small donation uh, for that cause, just write thank offering in the memo line. Uh, there are other things happening in the life of this church in the coming days, a lot of things. Christmas decorations are gonna go up Sunday at two o'clock. If you'd like to help, uh, come over to the church. Folks will be at the bus barn, and I think in the sanctuary a little bit, but meet at the bus barn. So a lot of decorating happening over there because we're gonna do some Christmas things outdoors. Christmas greenery comes in this coming Saturday from 10 till 
noon on the soccer fields. As I mentioned earlier, Advent uh, starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving. And we'll have Advent lessons during the service and we're gonna have breakfast for you each Sunday of Advent. So come a few minutes early, grab your breakfast, take your seat, and then we will worship together. And uh, this Thursday is Thanksgiving, so hooray for that. If you happen to eat too much over Thanksgiving and you're looking for a way to work some of that off, Jack Schmidtman still needs some folks to help with uh, step builds on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, that's the 28th. It's about a four hour job. He could still use about three or four more people. So call Jack or call us at the office and let us know and we'll put you in touch with Jack. But if you're calling the office, only call Monday or Tuesday because Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, uh, we're all taking a little break to spend Thanksgiving uh, with our family and friends. So Monday and Tuesday, we'll be there to take your calls. As always, I ask you to share these videos and the Terrific Tuesday videos with others so that um, folks that are far away from us, folks that are using us as their church family during this time can also worship with us. Uh, stewardship season wrapped up last week. Thank you for all of you that sent in your pledges. If you haven't yet, we won't turn it down if you send it in. So say a prayer, think about how you might financially support your congregation, your church, and send it on in. Budgeting is starting this week, so send it on in. Uh, your pledges, your offerings, your gifts make it possible for us to share the love and grace of Christ here in our community and around the world. Your pledges are your witness to your faith. So please, if you haven't yet, send one on in. All right, again, friends, welcome here to Worship Online. Uh, thank you for being part of this. Thanks also to Scott and Tamara who set this up each week for us. Thanks today to Ian and Chris and the Florida State University section leaders, our virtual choir for providing our music. Thanks to them for sharing their gifts. And again, it is good to be together and connected by the Holy Spirit, friends, church, family, friends, and neighbors. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. Let us worship God with thanksgiving. Let us pray. God, whose fondness for humanity knows no limits, write your word upon our hearts so that we need no scroll, no book, no script to know that you love us. Show us the power of your covenant that you will be faithful to us even when we fail to remain faithful to you. Lord, when we sin, forgive us by your grace and teach us so that we might learn to love you and love our neighbors more fully. For the beauty of your word inscribed upon us, help us to live into and up to the promise made between us, that we might always be your people as you have always been our God. Inspire in us appreciative hearts that we would recognize our many blessings and that we would feel led compelled even by the teachings of your Son to share our blessings with others. 
Help us to see all people as your children, worthy of love, respect, decency, and friendship. Grant us your healing as we are a world and nation and community in need of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual peace. Protect us from the virus spreading across our land and the world. And Lord, prepare us to be a people of healing, blessed with opportunities to love and serve your children of the earth. And please lead us in ways that we could best share Christ's goodness in all we say and through all we do. All this we pray in the name of the one whose life, ministry, death, and resurrection became the new living covenant between us. We pray this in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, our first hymn today, presented by the virtual choir, the Florida State section leaders, is Come Ye Thankful People Come. to the choir for Come Ye Thankful People Come, a wonderful Thanksgiving hymn for this Sunday before Thanksgiving. Our scripture passages today, we have two. The first is from Luke chapter 22, verses 19 and 20. It is an account of the Last Supper in the upper room. Jesus knew what was coming. Jesus is God, so of course Jesus knew what was coming. But rather than be thinking of himself, God through Christ is thinking of us and Jesus gives to his disciples and to us the sacrament of the Lord's Supper as he explains how we might celebrate that meal going forward. 
always remembering him and living into his teachings. This is from Luke chapter 22, verses 19 and 20. Then Jesus took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood, the word of God for the people of God. <clears throat> Our preaching text is taken, taken from the book of Jeremiah. Uh, we're starting in the 36th chapter, chapter verses 1 through 8, then 21 through 23, then 27 through 28. And then we fall back five chapters to chapter 31, verses 31 through 34. Um, Jeremiah was a prophet, uh, and he was a prophet during a turbulent time. Uh, Judah and Israel had been uh, kind of running into a ditch over and over again when it came to obeying God's law and following God's will. So Jeremiah kind of had to be the heavy. He was always telling them, you're messing up and trouble is coming. You're messing up and trouble is coming. And in this part of the book, God is saying to Jeremiah, write down everything I've said, write it all down and share it with the people. Make sure they know that I'm watching and they kind of need to shape up. Here now is the word of the Lord from Jeremiah, starting in chapter 36. In the fourth year of King Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations from the day I spoke to you from the days of Josiah until today. It may be that when the house of Judah hears of all the disasters that I intended to do to them, all of them may turn from their evil ways so that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote on a scroll at Jeremiah's dictation all the words of the Lord that he had spoken to him. And Jeremiah ordered Baruch, saying, I am prevented from entering into the house of the Lord, so you go yourself. And on a fast day in the hearing of the people in the Lord's house, you shall read the words of the Lord from the scroll that you have written at my dictation. You shall read them also in the hearing of all the people of Judah who come up from their towns. It may be that their plea will come before the Lord and that all of them will turn from their evil ways for great is the anger and wrath that the Lord has pronounced against his people. And Baruch, son of Neriah, did all that the prophet Jeremiah ordered him about reading from the scroll the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. We skip forward now to uh, verses 21 through 23, and we also are skipping forward in time. That was the fourth year. Now this is the fifth year, and it is in the ninth month, which is December on that calendar. So uh, at this time, the king's court have heard uh, what Baruch has been reading in the temple. 
uh, they're not thrilled about it. And they take that scroll and they take it to the king. And this is where we rejoin the story. Then the king sent Jehudi to get the scroll and he took it from the chamber of Elishama, the secretary. And Jehudi read it to the king and all the officials who stood beside the king. Now the king was sitting in his winter apartment. It was the ninth month and there was a fire burning before him. As Jehudi read three or four columns, the king would cut them off with a penknife and throw them into the fire until the entire scroll was consumed in the fire and was burned. Now, after the king had burned the scroll with the words that Baruch wrote at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah again. Take another scroll and write on it all the former words that were in the first scroll which King Jehoiakim of Judah has burned. Now we jump back to chapter 31. Verses 31 through 34. Here we go. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them out by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Happy Thanksgiving week to all of y'all. Uh, for many, it's going to be a very different Thanksgiving week. Maybe for all, I guess for all of us, it's going to be a very different Thanksgiving week. But sometimes different is okay. In my house growing up, Thanksgiving was huge. My mom loved to cook and she'd prepare an enormous feast. And since our family was small, uh, 11 of us in total, two grandmothers, my dad's stepfather, who's the only grandfather I ever knew, one aunt and uncle, and two cousins on my mother's side, 11 of us, that's it. And my family was widespread. The closest one was my grandfather, who was 800 miles away. Our Thanksgiving table was always filled with friends, with chosen family. We were like a dining room table at Thanksgiving of misfit toys. It was different, but better than okay. Each year for the big meal, mom and dad would invite people who were like us from small or scattered families. And then they'd make our home, our guests home. Thanksgiving was a really big deal for us, but then it got different again. Uh, a bad kind of different. 
and it just wasn't anymore. One of the biggest adjustments for us when we moved from Chicago, the suburbs of Chicago, where everybody was from somewhere else, when we moved from there to the, Chicago, to the South Carolina upstate, um, where everybody had family within a stone's throw of everyone else, it was different. My dad uh, found one guy that worked at uh, Donnelly with him. There was just the one who didn't have family that was real close. And, and he came uh, to eat with us for a few years, but then he moved away and it was just the five of us. And then when my parents split up, my mom kind of lost interest uh, in doing a big Thanksgiving meal. Uh, we even went to Charleston once. I think I was probably about 20 or 21. My brother, my sister, and my mother and I went to Charleston, stayed in a hotel, and our Thanksgiving dinner was at the hotel buffet. And then we spent the rest of the long weekend just kind of wandering around Charleston. It was not quite the same. Now, after Tamara and I married, Thanksgiving got different again, but this time way better. The Sassers adopted the South Carolina Erdies. They made room at their table, not just for me, but for my mother and my sister and my brother as well. They were doing for us what we had done for others 15 years before. And Tamara's mother, Sarah Jean, even let my mom, Ellen, cook some of the food, which my mother always appreciated because my mother always enjoyed making the food much more than she ever enjoyed eating the food. I guess the moral of this little Thanksgiving memory is that the longest, for the longest time, we gave thanks for our family and our invited chosen family. Then we kind of lost it all, and then we became the invited chosen family to the Sassers, and then they went even further, and they claimed us, the South Carolina Erties, as their actual family as well. To me, that's what Thanksgiving should be about. It should always be about pulling up chairs, adding a table, or even building a bigger table. It should always be about making room for one more, and then one more, and then one more, and then one more. You get the idea. The new covenant God offered to God's people through Jeremiah was good, different, because the covenant that would be written on the hearts of God's children was about making room for more. It was meant to take away some of the complications. It was meant as an invitation to pull up a chair in God's house. And then because the story of God and humanity and scripture is always connected, our New Testament passage today is about Christ's actual table. It's about a table that always has room for one more. It's a table that never runs out of food or drink because it's the Lord's table and the Lord's table is a table of abundance. God's new covenant is a covenant promise to be thankful for because it's a covenant that cannot be broken. It is the guiding belief of our theology that states God will be our God, God's part of the covenant, and we will be God's people. 
our part of the covenant. And even though we might sometimes break our covenant promise to God, God will never break God's covenant promise to us. That's what makes it a covenant. God will always honor God's covenant promise so the covenant can never be broken. It's not a contract which can be broken. It's not an ordinary promise which can be forgotten. It's a covenant promise that lives on as long as God and humanity exist. And since God is forever and our eternal souls are forever, the covenant between God and humanity is forever, especially so now that the new covenant has been made even more real through Jesus Christ. As God's people, we have so very much to be thankful for. As God's people, we have very, very much to be thankful for. We have so very, very much to share. And that too is what Thanksgiving is about. We give thanks and we share. Out of our abundance, we share with anyone who lacks. It's about upholding our end of the covenant. It's about loving God and showing that love for God through how we love our neighbors. Because the coronavirus has made it impossible to safely host our usual Christtown Thanksgiving meal, over the past few weeks, we've given out hundreds of gift cards and donated thousands of dollars to help our members of our community have meaningful and memorable Thanksgivings. We didn't do this for a pat on the back. We did it to show that with God, anything is possible. And to show through Christian love and faith in action that when we can't safely pull up another chair to a common table, that's not the end of the story because through Christ and the Holy Spirit, we are able to and we will always be able to extend the Lord's table to anywhere, even into our neighbor's homes, especially into the homes of our neighbors. That's what Thanksgiving should be about, sharing from what we have and accepting the gifts that our neighbors offer from what they have. It's about becoming each other's chosen family, family that transcends all differences, family that is connected through the love and grace that lives forever in the new covenant that God created and shares with all of humanity, with each of us. So, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Give thanks to God that even though this Thanksgiving is very different, if you share what you have, if you share the peace of Christ, if you live up to the covenant promise God has blessed us with, this different Thanksgiving is still a very special Thanksgiving. In the name of the good Father, Son, and Spirit, Thanks be to God for the blessings of this family of faith. Thanks be to God and amen. And now, as we look to God as our guide, the choir reminds us of that. As they offer for us our second piece of special music today, guide us, O thou great Jehovah.
again for sharing your gifts, uh, those blessings to us, the section leaders, Chris, Ian, uh, everybody who provides music for us each and every week. Thank you for sharing with us today. Friends, as we give thanks this week for the many, many blessings of life, let us make sure to remember the blessing of God's unconditional and everlasting love. And let us pledge that we will both return and share that love in such a way as to both please God and make the faith we claim a blessing to the world. And now so that we might be strengthened and prepared for God's will to be done, let us receive God's holy blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord be kind and gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor, and the Lord grant you all peace. Friends, go forth and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God, and amen. Bye. See you next week. Bye.